Welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. So I'd like to tell you about a study that was done via an experiment, which I found pretty interesting. Uh, it was referred to as the smoke-filled room experiment. Here's what it's about per the Board Panda website. This is what they said. This experiment had people alone in a room filling out a questionnaire when smoke starts coming from under the door. The question is, what would you do? You would either get up and leave or tell someone in charge and then do all this without hesitation, right? Now imagine the same situation except that you're not alone. You're with several other people who don't seem to notice or care about the smoke. Now, what would you do? When alone in this experiment, 75% of people immediately reported the smoke. The average time to report it was about two minutes of first noticing the smoke. However, when two actors were present who were working with the experimenters, and told to act as if nothing was wrong, only 10% of the subjects left the room or reported the smoke. Nine out of 10 subjects actually kept working on the questionnaire while rubbing their eyes and waving smoke out of their faces. You could almost call this peer pressure. Uh, there are so many examples of this, just group behavior, deciding what you're going to do. Uh, the coming of age TV show plots and movie stories, it's hard to count how many times there's examples of this. But ultimately the experiment was a great example of people responding slower or not at all to emergency situations in the presence of passive other people. See, we seem to rely heavily on the responses of everybody else even against our own instincts. If the group acts as if everything's okay, then it must be okay, right? Wrong. Don't let the passivity of others result in your inaction. Don't always assume that someone else is going to help, that someone is specified to take action on behalf of others. Sometimes it means that we have to be the one to take action. But why for many is this so hard? Well, being a fish out of water is honestly cooler on paper than it is in reality sometimes, even when you know that you're in the right. Like when a group of ignorant people start an opinionated conversation around you, it's hard to speak up. Sometimes it's hard even to give the slightest impression that you disagree because that just feels safer. Instinctively, it seems that most of us just go into self-protection mode. It's the whole fight or flight thing. Sometimes, though, we get empowered. We grab the torch and we go for it and we take action. But at other times, we just save our breath. The thing is, though, is that it's not always a bad idea to keep things to ourselves sometimes. A big reason for this 
is very simply put, it is very hard to reason with emotion. So like if someone is uber political and can't see the forest through the trees, your pointing out the truth may not resonate because they're too passionate in their belief of craziness. Whatever essentially makes that person feel safe, that usually is what will be clinged to and you won't make a dent. So in those cases, instead of being determined to prove something and subsequently potentially putting yourself in danger when you don't have to, it may just be best just not to say anything. But other times, it's like we have to say something, right? Instinctively. If, for example, people talk negatively about your friend, someone you love, could you just sit there? Maybe some could, maybe not. Some never rock the boat, no matter what. But for others, that's just not going to happen. Meanness doesn't have to happen, but firmness a lot of times does. Not only are you wrong about my friend, but I'm going to tell you why. See, many would take no note at all who was around and just defend their friend. Others may be affected if either too many people or those they felt were in the wrong kind of group of people were around. They may just sit there. So peer pressure really is no joke. There's a, a website called Choosing Therapy, and it breaks it down in an interesting way. They actually name check six different kinds of peer pressure. First, there's spoken peer pressure. Now, this is the kind that involves one individual or a group asking another individual to participate in some kind of behavior. In a group setting, the pressure felt is much stronger because there's more power in numbers. Another one is unspoken peer pressure. This type involves an individual being exposed to certain behaviors and then feeling the, pre the pressure to conform to them. Uh, the third one is direct peer pressure. This kind is challenging because it's very specific to behavior-based conformity and can be either spoken or unspoken. Then there's indirect peer pressure. This kind of peer pressure is less invasive on our internal voice to behave a certain way. However, it can validate a behavior or activity that we want to try, but we haven't tried for whatever reason. It can be unspoken, but also influence how we feel about ourselves. And then we have the last two, positive peer pressure, which is a good thing. It can be direct, indirect, spoken, or unspoken. This is pressure felt in one-on-one -on -one situations or groups, but the difference is, is that it yields positive results and healthier lifestyle choices. And then the last one is the opposite of that, negative peer pressure. Uh, this type of peer pressure can also be direct or indirect or spoken or unspoken. This pressure can challenge people to do things they may not usually do and engage in behaviors because everybody else is doing it. So they feel that it's a way for them to belong. Uh, the Good Therapy website says regarding all of these, consider trying some of the following when faced with peer pressure. One thing we can do is practice responses beforehand. Another thing is if we're in company, maybe it's not a bad idea to be around a real friend. If you know you're gonna be in a situation where you could face negative peer pressure, take a friend. Uh, it can help to save someone you trust. Uh, 
uh, rather it could help to have someone you trust who can offer you support. Something else, you can plan a safety phrase, work out a code that you can use if you want to get out of a situation, you need a ride home or if you feel trapped in an unsafe situation. And the big thing and really what we're talking about today is listen to your instincts. Know you can always leave a situation if you don't feel comfortable. And if you consistently find yourself in these kinds of situations, one solution may be to spend less time with people who pressure you to do things that you don't want to do. Sounds really easy, but you just got to do it. Again, though, all of this sometimes is easier said than done. I, I was once given an illustration that I think I'll close this one out with. If you're waiting to turn left against traffic, and you're driving cautiously, and the car behind you is leaning on their horn and beeping and trying to push you to make that left when it's not safe. Ignore them. Who cares how much noise they're making? Because if you don't use your good judgment and you don't make that turn when you feel it's safe and you let their noise affect you, you put yourself in danger. And then if you get in an accident because you turn too soon, guess what? They don't get in an accident. They drive home in their untouched car. See, they pushed you into harm's way with absolutely no harm done to themselves. They just go home. Now, beyond driving, this happens in life all the time. People often get pushed into situations or adapt in safe ways to situations because other people were persuasive. My advice is this. While getting on a pedestal in front of crazy people to tell them they are crazy may not be the route that we want to take, if there is danger, we see the smoke entering the room, we should by all means do something. Now, striking this balance is best. Never think, sure, I'll die of smoke inhalation, but at least the other people in this room won't think I'm weird. No. Get out. Help as many people will listen. And then by all means, breathe. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. We have for you this time a Refresher podcast, Trusting Your Instincts playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Trusting Your Instincts. Let's go over the 10 songs together. Track number one is the Stereo MCs with the song Step It Up. Song number two, Pressure Drop by Toots and the Maytals. I interviewed their guitarist once. Number three, Prince with the song Trust. Number four, some Britpop from Oasis, and the song is Roll With It. Number five, a Los Angeles heavy metal band from the 1980s called Racer X with their live version of the song She Wants Control. Number six, the song is Natural Reaction by the band Gomez. Number seven, the psychedelic furs with Love My Way. <laughs> it's funny. I once saw the Psychedelic Furs at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, and it was them, and it was the B-52s, and it was the Go-Go's. 
it's kind of an 80s night and when they were doing the the uh sound check we got there kind of early and so like we were standing outside the greek theater while we could hear the different bands doing their sound checks and when the psychedelic furs were doing their sound check they were going remember that like those those that vibraphone synthesizer in love my way they're like number eight devo with gut feeling number nine the band hot tuna with their version of the song hesitation blues and finally number 10 is the song reaction by bob marley and the whalers that is our new playlist again you can find this playlist really easily on spotify just type in refresher podcast dash trusting your instincts very cool demographics report this week we have now some listeners in the united states in evansville indiana welcome but we also have new listeners in vienna austria and in new south wales australia we are so happy that it's resonating all over the world we want to say thank you and welcome to refresher everyone listen this show simply would not exist without you if you could all do me a favor please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends if you think it might benefit them or entertain them if you think they might like it pass it along also if you'd like to keep this podcast stay up and running if you're in a position to do so you can make a small monthly contribution all you have to do is just see the support this podcast link under the episode description you can also check out our website for everything refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com for refresher gear as well as all my books and links to friends of the show our friends for example at leafy and design craft and of course the managing expectations podcast that is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com as always, it is my pleasure to tell you that the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I suggest you not clown, you just get down. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember that there's a huge difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.